silence. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Boo-boo. May I have your attention, please? Clear the floor, because our forever queen of morning radio, the one who says it like it is and doesn't give a shit, the motherfucking real deal, Miss Kicking the Door, Waving the 4-4, now has a podcast, and it is on fire. Make way for the one, the only, Miss Nah. So today I had my heart set on <laughs> having a really dope interview with One Love, the Kubalo. But, uh, hmm, it is what it is. Oh, Kubalo, you are too bad. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of On Fire. All right, this is what episode nine? Hey, we getting up there. But yeah, I uh, was supposed to have Kubala uh, on the podcast today. He's in France currently. Um, time d- schedules, schedules, which is a shame because you know it's 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 like it's COVID. <laughs> Man should have plenty time. But, you know, he got caught up in something, and then when he was free, then I got caught up in something, and it's just like, all right, you know what, let's do this next episode. And I was really bummed, and I said, chick, what you bummed for? Like, this is your podcast, you know what I mean? Like, you can do it anytime you want. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, I will definitely get uh, one of the Kubolo up on this podcast, because I feel like for all the years that I was on radio and all the times that I had him on my show, him and Mensa, he took great joy in making me uncomfortable. Because you know, you know, one love can do anything. Like, this is the man who pulled out his penis live on TV. It's your boy, uh, skinny penis. Like, <laughs> you know, he can do anything. And even though he's a dear friend of mine, like, I was always just afraid, like, yo, is he gonna get me in trouble? Is he gonna have them send me a memo? You know what I mean? And he would just, he would, he would walk a very, very fine line and he would be grinning and smiling in my face the whole time. He was pushing the envelope and just like making me sweat. So I really can't wait to talk to him, you know, with no restrictions. To see where this goes. <laughs> All right. But um, there's a lot going on. Um, I should have a lot to talk about. And I do. But I really don't feel like it. It's not one of those. It's just not one of those days for me. I'm allowed to have those. Okay. So please relax. Um, but just real quick. Let's just talk about a couple of things. So the Kardashians have announced that. They're you know gonna do one more season and that's it oh thank god and i'm like how many seasons did they do wasn't it like a ridiculous number like 14 seasons or something crazy 14 seasons or 21 seasons something crazy some outrageous number and i'm like wow wow like these chicks really put in work for however many years they had cameras all up in their faces uh, you know, like capturing every moment, like that's that's a real commitment. So, those of you who will be sad to see them go, you know, there will there will there won't be anything else to replace it. There will never be another Kardashian show. There'll be nothing like it. So yeah, I'm sad that you're sad, but I'm gonna be all right. You know, there's just so much great television out there that I don't really care like that. You know, just wanted to applaud. Um, the the commitment the longevity of that is you know 
I'm, I might not be a fan of the show like that, but I still admire like a good run. And that's a great run. So shout outs to the Kardashian and, and the Kardashian lovers. All right. Um, of course, you see Kanye was at it again. Charlie, 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 Charlie. It was just so much going on in those tweets. One minute he was talking about, you know, getting people free out of their contracts. Then the next minute he's calling himself Moses, you know, like he's going to lead the people out of, you know, uh, um, the Pharaoh's land. And I was like, okay, just a minute ago, you was talking shit about Harriet Tubman. But now here you are quick to want to lead some people out of somewhere. Uh, what the fuck? Sheesh, this boy. Hmm, he's something. And then he was talking about him and Jay-Z, how he and Jay-Z, he was going to make sure that that was fixed and that was repaired. And I told y'all, remember when I said a couple of episodes ago that I am pretty sure that in addition to losing his mom and that messing with his head, I know, I know that everything that Jay-Z meant to him, the beef that they have is complicating it as well. It really is. So, Charlie, if I can't wish nothing for Kanye, I understand that having, like, the right ones in your corner, it means the world. So, if it'll help him get his mind right or just, I don't know, help ground him or help him want to take care of himself a little bit better, then I really do hope that he and Jay-Z patch up their friendship. Because, Charlie... I mean, uh, I've blocked some friends in my life. And every once in a while, I think about them and I wish them well, you know. So I, I know, I know. And they weren't even like like powerful friends, like Jay-Z type friends. <laughs> Charlie Kanye is just really going through it. Like ever since his mama died, Charlie, can you imagine the pain? Eesh. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Like, people have lost their parents, for sure. I'm not saying Kanye's going through something that, you know, nobody else has gone through. But don't you think he bears some type of guilt where he feels like he made it happen? Because, you know, his mama was fine, you know, living her life, doing her thing. And then he started to make money. And then she wanted, you know, to get some enhancements. So he must feel guilty. Like, damn it. Damn it, why'd I have to, you know, pay for that breast augmentation or whatever cosmetic surgery she was getting that, you know, took her life. But, yeah. Hmm. Kanye, Kanye. Hmm. Let's see, moving right along. Ooh, how could I forget? You know, I normally start off with birthdays, but I was just, you know, had to talk to y'all about Kubala and, you know, yeah, the postponement. But, um, gotta say happy birthday to two beautiful little girls. Gotta say happy birthday to Imani. Happy birthday to you. Imani turned one, um, this past weekend. Imani is my homie DJ Love's daughter. <laughs> and I'm so sad that I only got to meet her, like, once, and then I had to leave the country but yeah, she's grown. She's growing up so beautifully. So hugs and kisses to her and much love going out to her parents. You're doing a fantastic job. Also got to say uh, big ups to my brother, 
Sam and his amazing, beautiful wife, Michiko. Uh, their daughter, Celine, is also turning one. I think this coming week. Happy birthday to you. Yay, Celine, happy birthday. Happy first birthday. So, yeah, I got two beautiful little baby girls uh, celebrating their first birthday this month of September. Also, of course, my dad, um, his birthday was September the 13th. And every year, no matter where we are in the world, when it's his birthday, we all go out and we get KFC. Huh? I know you're wondering, like, what? <laughs> what? Why y'all go get KFC? Yeah. Towards the end, for some reason, he really, I don't know, it, it was like the only thing that he really had a taste for, you know? So he would call me up or he would tell, you know, somebody in the house to call me up and tell me to bring him some, bring him some chicken and some Coke, you know, and come over to the house. And he wasn't supposed to eat fried chicken or drink Coca-Cola, but it was like, Charlie, when he was doing, he was, he was, he was doing bad, you know, and it, how do you tell a person no when they're going through much suffering, you know, so just bring him a little something, he nibbles, sips a little something, you know, yeah, (laughs) have a good conversation, he feels a little bit better, he smiles, like, how can you say no, you know, but, I'll never forget that, um, oh God, don't let this be the second podcast in a row where I'm crying. Jesus, Lord have mercy. I was crying for Chadwick Boseman last episode, and I'm over here crying for my daddy. But, um, it was maybe like three, three days before he passed. He hit me up with the, with the usual, you know come through and see me type thing. And I can't remember if he asked for it or if I just knew to bring KFC and Coke to come see him, right? But he couldn't even eat it. And it was just so sad, you know, that the last time I saw him, he was too, he was too weak to even enjoy, you know, a little guilty pleasure, enjoy a little nibble. <laughs> so it it was actually my suggestion to the family i was like look his birthday wherever y'all at i got some siblings in in florida i got one in costa rica i don't care wherever we at on daddy birthday we're gonna eat some goddamn kfc and drink some coke okay whether you vegan whether you doing keto what get a diet coke then i don't give a good good goddamn and i'm so proud to say that for the past uh what eight years yeah man Every every one of us, no matter where we are in the world, we get some KFC, we take pictures, and we post it in the family chat room, and that's our little birthday salute to my dad, you know, eating some KFC. (laughs) Finger licking good. It's finger licking good! Rest in peace, daddy. Yep, so my September bones. Yes, love you, love you, love you all. (sighs) All right. Let's move right along. Hands up if you're sad that Cardi B and Offset are getting a divorce. I'm sad. Like, I'm sad. <laughs> a lot of people online and, you know, in different podcasts that I listen to 
are like, oh, I knew that wasn't going to last. Hater. Oh, I knew that wasn't going to last. Hater. Oh, I could have told her. Well, I knew that wasn't going to last. Hater. And I'm like. Hater. Why is everybody so fucking mean and nasty? Yes! Like, ugh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just not. I don't want to be like that. You see what I'm saying? I know that he cheated and he, he did go to great lengths to, you know, apologize and prove to her that he had realized his mistakes and he was going to be a better man. So I was really rooting for them. You know what I mean? Like, how come nobody wants to see love win? Like, w- nobody's positive. Nobody tries to be positive at all. Everybody's just like, oh, I know that wasn't going to last. I know. Like, people are just so happy when bad things happen. And it's so disgusting and sad because I really wanted them to stay together because they seemed happy. You know what I mean? They have a beautiful daughter. It's ideal that both parents are in the home together. Like, who wouldn't want to see that win? Who wouldn't? So I'm really sad that she's filed for divorce. Um, a lot of people were saying that, oh, I know he's cheating. There's rumor cheaters. There's, well, there's cheating rumors. Well, I'm so glad that Cardi herself cleared it up and was like, no, he didn't cheat. There's no other baby. And of course, the haters will still say, no, she's lying. Why the fuck you lying? She's trying to cover up for him. You think Cardi won't cover up for anybody? No, 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 no. Y'all don't know by now that Cardi B's brand is all about being real and keeping it 100%. If that nigga had cheated or there was a baby on the way, Cardi would fucking say it. Hell yeah! She would say it. She's just that type of chick, right? So if she says there's no baby and he didn't cheat, hey, I believe her. And so it's really sad that them just arguing just, you know, just got so bad that she was like, look, like she has no faith that it can get better. And so she's like, you know what? I just want to be out. And that's really sad because I'm like, damn, they couldn't go for therapy. There was no counselor, no form of, you know, individual counseling, couples counseling, like nothing, nothing could save it. Because I liked seeing them together. You know, he was always all over her, grabbing on her booty. She was always, she always seemed to be having so much fun with her man. Like, I liked that kind of love. Like, they just seemed very, very into each other. So, I'm sad. But from the way that you see Offset take care of his other children in addition to Culture, like, you know Culture gonna see her daddy. You know what I mean? Like, she's going to be aight. She, not that she needs his money. You know, Cardi's good. I don't see her, you know, trying to demand child support from Offset. I think they will both co-parent very nicely and give culture all the love and attention that she needs. But there's nothing like both parents being in the house. That one did. There's no way at all. Nothing better. Y'all see Blue Ivy, right? <laughs> you see how she's blossoming <laughs> into an amazing young woman. Shut her mother down like, no, mom. No, it's the voice for me. It's the voice for me. You know, like both parents in the house, in the house. Jay-Z making it work. He he got caught cheating. Beyonce, you know, said, hey, you know what? I want this to work. I'm going to give it another shot. They doing all right. Like I was hoping that Cardi and Offset would have told that same line. But it is what it is. Hmm, it is what it is. But yeah, Blue Ivy, Blue Ivy, just 
bow down to that little girl. She's gone by the time she's a teenager. Ah, her mother should retire. She don't even got to sing. She she doesn't have to do anything like artsy fartsy. All she has to do is just post and give us the occasional read and just be Jay Z and Beyonce's daughter. That's that's all we need from Blue Ivy. Like for real. <laughs> Like for real, I'm sure Beyonce stuff is tired. <laughs> Did you hear her mother talking about girl? Like, what? Your face? Why you gotta look like that? Her mother crowd was acknowledging, like Beyonce, you look tired, bitch. Put put some makeup on, look better. Everybody knows, y'all should all know the the video that I'm talking about. Hi, B. I really appreciate you doing the joke because I know how busy you are. But can't you like, will you just put on some makeup and get in some good light and stuff? Because. Uh, you look like, I mean, it's the gala, girl. All right, call me back. <laughs> Beyonce Online is, yeah, interesting. <sighs> Let me see. Has has a new Versus been announced? No, I don't think so. Or maybe I missed it, but I'm looking forward to, you know, some new new. It was really nice and really dope to see Patty and Gladys do their thing. Uh, my mom's in a different part of the States, visiting with my brother and his uh, wife and kids. So we didn't get to, you know, watch her enjoy this classic versus battle. But my sister and I, like, we had a ball. We didn't even know all the songs, but we knew enough. Okay? Yep. Got the speakers hooked up. Got that shit real loud. And, you know, yeah, sang those Patty and Gladys Knight songs like nobody's business <laughs> oh man it was good stuff but yeah I, I really don't want to talk too much like i'm just i have my heart set on an interview i have my heart set on embarrassing the shit <laughs> out of one love and i promise i am going to bring it to you by hook or crook hell yeah that's what i'm talking about from hell or high water you're going to hear that interview because there's just so much I want to unpack with that one because he did. Ima, Ima, as, as I used to call him, a.k.a. Spooky. <laughs> See, I, I, I've known this man since he used to wear shoes, okay? Yep, and pants and underwear. So, <laughs> so I'm, I will, I'm, I'm going to embarrass him. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. So, um, hmm. People are upset that LeBron James's son Brody was caught smoking a blunt. Smoke weed every day. And I'm like, wait, how old is this child? Isn't he a teenager? Doesn't he play ball? Don't they live in, in California? His father's a Laker, so they have to live in California. And I'm pretty sure California is one of the places where you can smoke some medical marijuana. Like, it's not a big deal out in Cali. Cali is just for the hippies, okay? <laughs> Anything goes in Cali. So I'm like, are, are, are people really shocked that this teenager is dabbling in recreational drugs? <sighs> I'm not. I expect it. Like, are you kidding me? Even Obama's daughter Remember when there was some concert she was at and she had something in her hand that was smoking? I don't know if it was a cigarette or if it was what, but Obama's daughter's safe. 
and y'all over here losing y'all mind about LeBron James's son? Smoke weed every day. Sometimes I feel like the internet, y'all just want to, oh, oh my God, be shocked and awed over foolishness. Like, come on now. Mm, you know your you know your little cousin smokes some weed. Yeah, you know he do. You know your little brother be smoking some weed. All of y'all. <laughs> so calm down and be fucking easy. Yes, I don't even care. Let's move right along. <sighs> GT2W, let's get into it. I have one story and one story only. These little boys out there in Kumasi who are doing this Kumerica thing and making it <laughs> like a real movement. <laughs> I am here for it. I'm here for it. Like, I think the person I saw posting about it the most, or initially, like in the beginning, was Captain Planet of formerly of Forex 4. Okay? Ghanaian uh, Afrobeat group in, who just, you know, have now all decided to go solo for whatever reason. Amazing group. But anyway, Captain Planet, I, I follow him. He's a dear, dear friend. Um, <laughs> he was posting like these America boys like every day. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? And I was trying not to pay attention. But then here comes the VGMAs. And I think it was one of the hosts, KOD, on the second day, uh, while he was hosting the Vodafone Ghana Music Awards, made some reference to Kumerica. And I'm like, look, okay, it's become legit a part of pop culture, okay? <laughs> Still, I'm skeptical. Like, what is this nonsense? A bunch of boys doing this horrible Lafayette accent, wearing this crazy hip-hop gear all wrong and then i saw this one kumasi actress who has short hair and now she's doing videos where she's walking around in timberland boots and basketball shorts and a basketball jersey you know what i mean answering her cell phone and talking this kumerica shit and got chains all around her neck and i was like yo <laughs> skeptical or not People really seem to be loving this Kumerica foolishness. <laughs> and then came the music. And you know, like, when the music comes, <laughs> I got to pay attention. Or at least I try to. Because there's a lot out there. There's a lot. I can't listen to everything. But when I saw this, I was like, wait... It, it the current trendy music coming out of the UK's drill, right? And I was like, wait, these boys like are making trendy current popular music, pushing that Kumerica uh, vibe, and it sounded good. And I was like, hmm, hmm, okay, what is going on here? And I stopped myself because I didn't want to be too quick to dismiss it and say, what's this trash? You know what I mean? I said, hmm, what led to this? You know what I mean? Like, why did this Comerica shit pop up? Where did it come from? You know, why? And to be honest, Kumasi, 
has always been that one, I guess, region, or not region, but like one place that's been made fun of for years. I believe second to number nines and Ewes and making all those kind of jokes. Like people are always making fun of the Kumasianos, the, the Kumasi buggers, the, the L and the R, they can't speak too good. Like Kumasi is always the butt of most jokes, Ghanaian jokes when it comes to the tribes. So I said, okay, are people tired of the misrepresentation? And they said, you know what? If y'all not going to include us in y'all dope shit, we're going to create our own little subculture. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning was behind it. But I said, nah, don't dismiss it just yet. Because um, I believe some of the dopest art comes out of people that have been marginalized or ignored or outcast or not part of the in crowd. You know what I mean? You create your own. It's how hip hop came about, you know? These young black youth who had something to say and they weren't in the disco and jazz or whatever else, you know, the rest of the USA was doing. They had they had to find something to be a part of that, you know, to represent themselves. And so we shall see where this Kumerica rap <laughs> gets to. But in the meantime, it didn't sound bad. It didn't sound bad at all. And we're just going to leave it at that and watch and see. And if it's good, I mean, we go support. We go support. Why not? Why not? <laughs> all right, y'all. I'll catch you next episode. Be good. My team is global, baby. So it doesn't matter where you are on God's green earth. Hit us up, all right, for promotion, advertising, new music releases. If you got relationship questions, I, I give great advice. I'm serious, all right? Drop me an email on fi at thegoldcoastreport.com. That's on fi, O-N-F-Y-E, at thegoldcoastreport.com. You can spell that, right? You good, you good. Or you can hit me up on WhatsApp. My number is 0508-747676. Don't forget, that's a Ghana number, all right? So make sure you put a plus 233 in front of that bitch if you internationally linking us. On Fire, the podcast is brought to you in collaboration with The Gold Coast Report at The Gold Coast Report. Artwork, Matthew Jr. Ade Mensa at Levi Mensa. We do not own rights to some of the music used in this podcast. Thank you.